Coach Cam made this. I'm Bernie Cron. This is Rex, and welcome to Jamming with Cron and Rex. Did you know? Um, this one I want you to guess. Do you know who the number one uh, manufacturer of tires are? It sounds horribly boring, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's a little more exciting than that. The number one manufacturer? Are you talking like Michelin? Just the number world's number one producer of tires. Like, I guess that's my guess. Michelin? Legos. Really? Legos that, is the number one tire producer. I, I'm assuming they mean like not... Like I don't know what size. I don't know what size. I don't know what they're yeah, attached to. <laughs> I don't know what the material is consists of. I guess just small rubber wheels is pretty much the basis for that. Then that definitely makes sense. Yeah, Legos is the number one. But, yeah. I mean, that's still crazy that they're still pumping out more Lego tires than tires. It's got to be easier to do. I mean, it's got to be a lot easier. You could probably make like a hundred thousand Lego tires with one fucking regular tire. Yeah, but so. I had still something. Yeah, it's still pretty crazy. crazy. It's a lot more tires I've ever made in my life. But with that, I'd just like to say uh, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Uh, thanks for tuning in. To <laughs> we're gone. You're leaving. Good night, guys. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Jamming. Uh, a special late happy birthday to co-host Barn. Thank you. And he is turning 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An exciting year for a grown-ass man. Yes. It's also weird for me. Yeah. Because I wore 25 in, like, sports. So oh, yeah, all my did. stuff is, um, like, Megacron 25. Oh, yeah. Which now, from here on, people now think it'll be my age. Yeah, you just I'm, got it for this one year of life. Well, like, yeah, people yeah. are going to now think that, like, I either made it this year, and then whenever I turn 26, people are going to be like, oh, you made it last year. Yeah. Versus before then, it was always probably a sports number. Mine was 33. So you have a lot a lot of more time to go. No, I'm just a big fan of Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> that's my goat. I just assume that's racist. It like, is. Like, if you're a big <laughs> fan of Larry Bird, you're racist. Like... Yeah, <laughs> it's got to well, correlate because it's just like, I, I don't know, like if uh, who's so, who's someone that you think of that's like super excited in the NBA, like Vince Carter. Yeah, OK. If Vince Carter was white and you're like, I'm a big fan of Vince Carter, I'd be like, I get it, dude, super exciting. Like being a big fan of Jason Williams, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, just a fun person to watch. Yeah. But like just a boring ass person. Maybe if you're from Indiana, I get it, but that also plays into what we just said about the racist thing. Yeah, and say if you're like a huge, if you live like born in Indiana, huge yes. Celtics fan. Yeah, yeah, still. And then you're like Larry Bird's my favorite, and then it's yeah. also that's the years you grew up watching basketball. No way, somebody was already an Indiana and Boston Celtics fan. <laughs> they weren't cheering for the Pacers. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. I get it. I hate that we're kind of expected to just be a Indiana fan. That's why I'm a Chicago fan because that's my local team because it's yeah. just close enough. Yeah, I I, I kind of hate that, but I honestly think I would hate it more if we did have a pro team because I'm assuming we wouldn't have a good team. They wouldn't let us. 
I didn't expect to talk about this. Did you see the Indiana when they did the rebuilding trade? They have now won more than the Kings, who they traded with to rebuild. They have what? So they traded. What sense are you using the word "one"? They have one more games. Oh, so okay. they're trying I didn't to rebuild. Know if you're saying like one more player. No, no, no. Like, I don't care. No, no. <laughs> Not they, to be a dick. Yeah. But <laughs> they traded to rebuild, so they traded to tank. Yes, yes. But they're now because of the trade, they have now won more games than the team that was trying to win, and they're trying to tank. So who does Sacramento have? Um, De'Aaron Fox. Yes. Uh, also, the guy from Indiana, their center, I think. Oh yeah, that dude is actually pretty good. Uh, he is. Sabonis. Yes. Yeah. The, the guy they just traded for, everyone was like, "Why would they do that? That that dude's fucking great, and he's showing it because oh, the bases yeah. are winning." I just don't know his name. It's a really weird last name. I'm not good with names. Like As, I, I yeah. genuinely don't remember. Like I would say roughly eighty percent of Naruto characters. Yeah, that might actually be a little <laughs> bit low. But I was going to say people we went to high school with. Oh yeah, yeah, because like. Uh, my my girlfriend, she just uh, re-downloaded Facebook like a few weeks ago, and like this one thing popped up about like this one dude being missing, and she was like, "Did he go to high school with us?" And I was like, "I don't know." As far as I know, he's been missing for a while. I don't know this guy, but no, super bad with names. It, it takes me a little bit to connect with that. Like in in books, if they try to introduce more than a couple characters at the beginning, I immediately lose like 40 percent interest because so i'm not game of thrones it's a lot to keep up with well at least at least with tv shows and stuff i mean granted you could have read the game of thrones book so you might still be in that predicament but like at least tv shows you have a face to attach mm-hmm. you know so there's things setting it apart but in books you're just like oh this kid randall pops up and then it's like oh another dude named mike and i'm like i don't know the difference between them two mm-hmm. and like that's two people already i i'm yeah, yeah, I'm I'm done with that. Like, I don't need yeah. any more of that. I actually thought about buying Horizon Zero Dawn, the new PlayStation game, yes. and it apparently that's one of the complaints I've been hearing about it is it throws like 400 characters at you up front, and then yeah, like later on they'll all come back and stuff like that. But like you're kind of you either need to be really invested in it or yeah, kind of not at all. Yeah. Yeah, either you can care too much or you can care too little and Mm -hmm. it'll fuck it up. Yeah. But, but no, I'm kind of, I'm kind of dumb about that stuff. Like, uh, symbolism is kind of something that's lost on me in literature still. I am a very literal person and I need stuff to be spelled out for me. So, like, if you're just trying to tell me, like, the entire book, you're telling me that, like, this thing is this, but then I go on Google and that thing wasn't actually real and it just represented something. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, you just, I, that wasn't really symbolism because you never told me. You just kind of lied to me for a while. Yeah. But that's how I feel about what I consider bad satire. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's not satire. Like, you're just lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that wasn't. Good. Yeah, that wasn't clever. Yeah, it's just like, oh, that was a just, that was just a straight up lie. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, like in Bob's Burgers, whenever Linda put on the play, and she said specifically she was not the murderer yeah. at the beginning, and she ended up being. She was like, "Well, what y'all think about the plot twist?" He's like, "You just lied to us. <laughs> it's not a plot twist. You lied." <laughs> um, I actually went to the movies and I saw. 
I saw the Bob's Burgers. Same, because I also went to the movies. I watched Batman. Oh, I'm actually really excited because I was I was prepared to make a joke about that and be like, hey, we can talk about Batman. And then as soon as you said you didn't see it, I was going to like just legitimately get up <laughs> and be done. I was, I was pretty serious about that. But, yeah, I saw the I – mean, I'm actually pretty excited to talk about that now. Yes. But I saw the Bob's Burgers commercial. What do you think about it? Um – the graphics look weird. Like, the animation style, like, it's darker. I mean, it's more movie-esque. Yeah, it looks... Yeah, but it, it's just weird seeing a show that's usually, like, bright and colorful. And I mean, it is, but it looks like it's dulled a little bit. The movie that I'm going to compare it to is the only other, like, adult animation, theatrical movie that I kind of remember, and that's Simpsons. Simpsons was very grand scale. It felt like it was a movie about yeah. to happen and that this needed to be a movie instead of just like a two-part episode. Yeah. This one doesn't. From what I've no. seen, it just seems like they're trying to just keep it low, keep everything that you like about it. But it's not so grand scale that it feels like a movie. It feels like a two-parter. Yeah. Because, I mean, dude, like I remember when the Simpsons movie came out, I didn't give a fuck about the Simpsons. Never and even seen an episode before. I saw it in theaters, though. Mm-hmm. I was super excited to see it in theaters. Yeah. Um, but, oh, uh, something actually kind of related to that. I was, I bought this one thing that's just like a little glass box, and you're supposed to just keep your movie tickets in it. That's cool. I thought that was really cool. Something I used to do yeah. is anytime I got a movie ticket, I would grade it on the movie ticket mm. and then throw it in my wallet, which I always thought was cool. <laughs> and then throw it out. <laughs> and throw it away. <laughs> so it was kind of pointless what I did. Yeah. But I would keep them in my wallet and then, yeah. obviously, I just don't like having that much shit yeah. in my wallet. Yeah. Uh, stop. But I thought that was cool. So, obviously, I want to talk about Batman. Um, but I, I saw I saw Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. It's an old Agatha Christie book. It's okay. mostly just like a murder mystery. A murder happens on the boat, and that you're sounds, just trying to solve. That sounds amazing. It's not. It, it's. I love a good murder mystery, though. Actually, I love a bad murder mystery. Yeah. I think they're all good. The only reason that movie wasn't a complete bombshell is because the interrogation scenes are actually pretty good. But other than that, there's like... I don't know. There's just like stupid shit that doesn't need to happen in there. There's kind of big plot holes where they're like, oh, well, if he didn't do it, he wouldn't have done this. And I'm like... He still could have. Like, mm-hmm. that is it. You know? And they were like, oh, well, this... The bullet used to kill this person wasn't used... Uh, didn't match the one that the guy had on him. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, if he killed him, he would have used his own gun. And I'm like, well, maybe he didn't because he didn't want you to make that connection. Yeah. <laughs> and there being one bullet missing from his gun is kind of a telltale sign that he 100% did it. Yeah. But uh, I digress. But... It had those moments where, even as a grown man, it made me really uncomfortable to watch because it just had really overly sexual moments of, mm-hmm. like... Because the movie starts off with, like, these two these two uh, newlyweds dancing, and it's very, very over-sexual for no reason. Like, like mm-hmm. cringe, like cringy, almost. Yeah. And then he just says stupid stuff like he like he walks over to her after and she's getting a drink with her friend and he's like oh how that was naughty of me and I'm like what the fuck like people don't talk like that <laughs> I think might but I mean god damn dude like that's how you talk to people yeah but 
Yeah. So that that's really all to say on the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Batman? Oh, it was great. I the only complaint that I have about the movie is it felt long. It did feel long. Yeah, but in, I, I enjoyed it, but it did feel long. It feels really long. And when I think about it, and I've thought about it pretty much ever since I watched it, what could be cut out? And I don't think there is anything. Yeah, it, it all is kind of necessary, but... Like, maybe you could cut out, like, minutes, but that doesn't help the issue. Like, you need to... If that movie could be, like, two, like... Even, like, two hours and 30 minutes. Just cutting off 30 minutes would help that movie so much. Yeah, it'd but, make a big difference, dude. But it just... It feels really long, but it's all needed, so it's kind of like a necessary evil. I didn't love the end scene. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. Yeah. But it's not what I wanted. I just hope, I was hoping that there's a character revealed in in a jail cell. Yes. And I didn't want them revealed. It's that, Condiment Man. Huh? It's Condiment King. If it was Condiment King, <laughs> I'd have been yeah. ecstatic. But who it is, I wish they would have just not and just let everyone's like mind... Just wonder who it definitely could have could been without. Be. Do you do you know what else that dude's been in? Who the guy who plays the guy that I'm complaining about, yes. or the guy who yes. plays uh, Riddler? No, the the yeah. guy you were complaining. No, about. I don't even know who it is, but it's not who I wanted it to be, yes. and that's why it makes me mad. He's the guy from Eternals. Um, Which one? The not not the uh, not the one that's the. Clearly, the bad superhero, uh, yeah, like not, the one from the boys. Yeah, not the guy from the boys. Not the guy from Atlanta. Yes, not the guy from Atlanta. Um, not uh, what? What's he been in? I know he's been in stuff. I mean, he's is like a legitimate the, actor. I'm assuming he's the Indian guy. Oh, it is. Is the guy who? No, 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 not the Indian guy. Oh, That's the saying, guy I'm talking about right now. I'm trying to describe who it's not. In internals, it's the the Indian guy is the guy who's the Bollywood actor. Yes, who's, yes. So the guy I'm talking about is the white guy that's not the boys. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. He superhero version yeah. of a Captain America or superhero uh, Superman or whatever. But yeah, it's him. So That's cool. Yeah, I didn't like the Eternals at all though. Like so I wasn't super excited cuz that's the only thing I've seen that dude on and now he's being led into this uh, I guess setup. So it didn't make me excited about it. Because yeah. I don't like that guy from what I know. Yeah. Also, the sequel to The Batman has been hinted at from a special website that you can go to that has been posting dates. Hmm. You know about this? No, I you saw something go, about like the online riddle or yes, something. Yes, you can go to yeah. the oh, that's it. The Riddler's hmm. website, and it'll post dates. Those dates are from the same... It'll post um, the comic books. Yeah. The origin stories oh. of certain characters. One of them is the Penguin, because the Penguin's in this movie. One of them is Riddler, because this movie's about the Riddler. The other's about the cop that I don't know his name. It's like Capone, but it's not. The cop. Halcone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's his comic book. Valcone? Valcone. Yeah. And then the other two are Joker and Two-Face that have been oh. shown. neat. So they are setting up. Which shit. means, what, we're getting the same Dark Knight trilogy? <laughs> Just this time we start with Riddler? Instead yeah, of, uh, either that or it might be... Raja Ghul? Yeah. Either that, yeah, I'll say, or it could be a little bit more condensed. Yeah. Because, I, love, I mean, we do ha- we do meet yeah. a 
decent amount of people in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it just seems like they're going to set up the next one to be probably Two Face and yes, which I love the Harvey Dent storyline. So I'm yeah. all for yeah that being a part of this yeah. Batman's. I think Robert Pattinson plays the perfect Batman that he's supposed to be. Yeah, because this I, is supposed to be like a darker world and a new. Batman, which I think helps Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I think Christian Bell would look ridiculous doing a lot of the stunts that Robert Pattinson had to do. Um, one in particular, the glide, when he's yeah. brave enough to do it but isn't experienced enough to pull it off, and he hits something and crashes down, Christian Bell would have looked ridiculous. He, yes. I don't think that that's his role. Yeah. So I think this was a good casting for what they yeah. wanted to do with it. I do like that they show his, because he's new in this movie. This is yes. like, I think they even state like two years. Yeah, like two, him and Gordon and, yeah. have been working for two years. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty new to this. Yes. And it shows him still like struggling to even keep a hold of his actual business. Yeah, he doesn't care to be Bruce Wayne. Yes. And you start to see him realize that that's important too. Yes. Which yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, God, and that was so good. Yeah, and that's why I was telling you uh, last time because whenever me and my girlfriend went to see it, I was like, "That's the shit that makes Batman so cool," and I'm glad they did stuff like that because he genuinely is Batman, and Bruce Ma- Bruce Wayne is his alter ego. Like he mm-hmm. is Batman first and foremost. That's how he sees himself. Yeah, that's who in his dreams. That's who he is in his dreams. Yeah. So he's just. Uh, um, what about individual characters? So we'll start with uh, the villains. What do you think about, like... Riddler does great. Yeah. yeah. I think the casting is a bit odd, but... It's interesting. It works. Yeah. I think it works for what they were going for, and I, I think it was great. I liked Riddler. He... But? Where's that but? I know I, it's coming. I don't think there's really too much of a but on this one. Mm-hmm. Because I think he kind of fits that... Mm-hmm. That whole demeanor of like I am someone who sets stuff up. I'm not a fighter myself, so you know you're not going to see me and you go at it. Mm-hmm. But he he just kind of gives off that like the school shooter vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And to me, like a modern day supervillain who is kind of a weak, docile guy, I think that's how they're going to be. Yeah. They're going to be more of setting shit up without doing too much of it themselves. And I don't know, he he was pretty good. Yeah. For what his role was, I mean, he showed that Batman's vulnerable. Like Batman's not perfect. He's yeah. just a pretty good detective with a lot of resources and shit and he can be beat. Yeah. I mean, Batman gets beat a lot. I think he has a brilliant <clears throat> scene of I don't want to spoil it cuz it is still super new. I, I guess it just depends on what part you're talking about. So maybe this is a spoiler warning. It's not going to be crucial, and it's not yeah. going to really give away a whole uh, bunch. Um, yeah, just maybe if you don't want to know too much about Batman, maybe just skip a little skip bit. Skip ahead, yeah. yeah. Uh, we probably won't talk about this for maybe like five, ten minutes. Yeah. All right, so last warning. Skip ahead if you need. Yeah. The thing that really I thought was a brilliant scene was him just saying... Like, oh, I thought you were smarter than what you were. I thought that was so good. Yeah, like he said he overcredited him. Yeah. 
He's like, that oh, was you a, don't know. Yeah, he, yeah, that was perfect. Like, that's when I was like, oh, yeah. This that was is, a chilling moment. Yeah. Because, like, you just see this guy, he just appears to be somewhat of a super fan. And almost who's just defeated. kind of excited. Yeah. yeah. He's just kind of, honestly, a little nervous about meet, meeting Batman because he has these high standards for him. And he's just like, you're the guy. I knew you was going to be the guy to, you know, help. take me down yeah. and help me in this mm-hmm. process because he views them as partners. Yeah. And... They kind of are, yeah. to a certain degree, whether mm-hmm. Batman's really willing or not. But he's pretty much just falling victim to Riddler's game. Yeah. Like, and that's really all it is, is he's yeah. just doing what the Riddler pretty much wants him to. Like, even when that moment of when he's like, bring him into the light. And then he looks up and he's like, fuck. <laughs> and he's like, yep, got me again, man. Mm-hmm. I think... He was great. I also think that this was such a smart move from the writers, directors, whoever picked this out, to say that the mastermind Riddler being the first true villain of a young Batman is through the roof great. Because if I think about the others, like Joker is a pretty tough one that needs to be a late. Yeah, that needs to be a developed Batman to handle his shit. Yeah. If not, it has to be a movie where the Joker pretty much just just pushes his shit in. Mm-hmm. And then later he comes back and it's like, all right, now mm-hmm. I fucking know what to do against yeah. you. Like Bane isn't a good one for a first. Yeah. Like I think Riddler really <clears throat> worked out and I wouldn't have originally said that. Yeah. So then we'll move on to next character, Penguin. Yes. I like this Relatively. I like this adaptation more for what it is. I do, too. Yeah, because this is... I think it's is, cool. Yeah, he's supposed to be more of, like, a crime boss. Like, yeah. not really a hands-on guy. Like, he'll... You know, you see his face. He's obviously willing to do some shit himself. But, yeah. like, when he's confronted by, like, Batman, he's just like, Hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, grow up, man. But... Yeah. I thought he was good. I thought he was a too. cool character. I'm excited about him. Because, I mean, he... He might even get his own show. HBO asked for it. I wouldn't be against that. Yeah. I mean, he... Because he kind of plays, that was a pretty good side villain. Yeah. You know, because he's not doing too much on the grand scale as Riddler is. It does look like he's about to be more of a villain. Yes. Yeah. Which is cool. But he's just kind of like a, hey, mind your own business. I'm going to do my illegal activities. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I'm really not a bad guy if you don't look at these activities I do. (laughs) I'm not trying to kill people, but if yeah. people get in my way, I will. Yeah. I'll gladly do it. Yeah. That scene where uh, they kidnap him was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that and then funny. the last villain of this is Valcombe, who yes. I didn't know. I've never read a comic with him in it. No. I didn't know of him from any movies. No. I can't say He's I'm interesting. too... Yeah. He was, very, yeah. he was really interesting. I wonder if that's true about his like big plot twist thing about him. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. I don't need to go into it. Uh, I don't know if that's canon or not. Yes. Like, to comics and stuff. But it was cool. I thought that was an interesting, like, mm-hmm. switch up there. Yeah, because they, they dive into his origin story a little bit without it being just like, the okay, you know this, you know this, you know this. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we don't need to hear this anymore. But this actually kind of shook it up a little bit. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um... um what do you think about Catwoman? She's a side character. And I think she does well as a side character. I don't think she was like... She's not winning like best supporting role, but she does good for what she's... <clears throat> what she's I was yeah. going to be pissed 
I was going to say she shouldn't have been in the movie because it looked like she was only going to be that first little segment, but then she comes back later. But yeah. if she was just that first segment, I was like, that was the most unnecessary thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But she comes back and she does play a big role. And I was like, all right, good. Because yeah. if not, that was, gonna be like, that was just to have a good looking yeah. woman in the movie. Yeah, but, I'm saying I, I, I like Zoe Kravitz. I, mm-hmm. I, like her, I like her role in that. I feel like they did a little bit of a romance thing when they didn't have to. That's uh, that's honestly my only complaint about her. It does her. seem weird. Yeah, because I feel like y- y- you're probably going to get more time with that ca- uh, portrayal of Catwoman in the future if they that's what they decide to do. Mm-hmm. But so you didn't really need to try the romance thing right now. Cause yeah. It was kind of weird. It, it did feel <clears throat> off. It, it, felt, it did feel a little forced. Yeah. Like, it felt like, like I don't know, Batman's just so, like, distant and cold to everyone. He doesn't, he truly doesn't care about anyone. But and then, then, yeah, it just immediately, like, he's like, yeah. oh, this girl's hot. And then, yeah, I was saying, because, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, if I met Zoe Kravitz, I'd probably have the same reaction. But, I'm not Batman. I'm not Batman. <laughs> yeah, and this guy's supposed to have that, just like a, I don't want to talk to you kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I only want to talk to you if it's going to benefit my work as Batman. Yeah. But immediately, you can kind of tell he's taken by her, which is kind of cute, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I want this to be a he only uses her to help him thing and then eventually down the line. Mm-hmm. Not within a three-hour span. He's just like, no, I'm by myself. That's Zoe Kravitz? <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not as instant as I'm making it sound. But yeah. for Batman, that's like two seconds Yeah, of him just being like, I'm solo. No, I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with yeah, but I mean, honestly, that's my only complaint about her because I am a little. I think maybe Marvel has made me like um, be like this, where I'm a little bit a little bit of a cynic when it comes to uh, females' roles in movies like this. Mm-hmm. Marvel's done a lot better recently, but uh, my girlfriend, she's going back and watching. Um, She's watching the Marvel Universe in cinematic order, and even the shorts in cinematic. I mean, order? in uh, chronological. Uh, oh, okay, order. okay. Yeah, the Marvel Universe in uh, chronological order. Yeah, okay. Um, but so she's watching it in order, even with the shorts. Like I never saw the shorts because you know I watched them kind of for the they, most part as they came out. Yeah. So, like, there's some about um, the dude that plays the Mandarin. In Iron Man three, mm-hmm. they show at what happens to him after that when he's in jail in like a twenty minute short on Disney, and how it leads to him being in a Shang Chi. That's neat. It's that's all it is though. Yeah. It's just neat. Yeah. Like so, uh, but my point with that was was getting on to uh, Black Widow's role early in the MCU because it sucks. Her role in it sucks early on. Mm-hmm. Because it starts out with a, oh, she gets Iron Man's attention because it's Scarlett Johansson. She's pretty hot. And then after that, she's in some Captain America movies, and it's a will they, won't they, because they're both hot. And then she's the person that just is supposed to calm down the Hulk because mm-hmm. they have a thing for some reason, and then it's never brought up again. Yeah, I thought that was going to lead to something, but doesn't. They just stopped it. Like, because it seems so weird that they was like, okay, it th- this romance isn't really landing with the audience, so we're going to try the next Avenger. And you're just like, no, just maybe make her her own character. Like, her whole character doesn't have to be... Romance. Yeah. like, And I hate whenever 
you know, predominantly uh, male-oriented shows kind of do that with women. That's why I'm a little bit of cynical. Like, when I saw Zoe Kravitz, I was like, I really hope they don't just, like, uh, all right, it's Zoe Kravitz. He's going to be dressed up as Catwoman, so, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. Mm. And then after that, I don't know, just make her a love interest. But she actually did have her own shit going on. Yeah, yeah, she was cool. Yeah, I thought that movie was pretty good about it, but like I said, I thought the whole love interest thing, I think it happened too soon. Mm-hmm. Like, if they would have just hinted at it going somewhere, I'd have been like, okay, like, that would be kind of cool to see unfold. But uh, uh, Batman, what about the Bat himself? What do you oh. about Robert Pattinson? Great. I mean, again, I think he just played the perfect role for what they wanted. Yeah. I get why they picked him, actually. Yeah. I don't know who else. Could I never realize? Like whenever I hear Robert Pattinson's gonna be Batman, I'm like, that's a weird casting. But then it works, and I'm like, I wonder what they seen. Yeah, that they were like, that's what, like, that's why we want him to do this. So yeah, because with a lot of movies, it seems like they pretty much know who they want before they start. Yeah, even if they still do a casting and shit, they still yeah. seem like they kind of know who they're writing it for. Yeah. And something that I wondered was cuz Ben Affleck wanted his own Batman movie. And he wanted it to be called The Batman. Okay, yeah. He wanted um I think he said something fucking crazy like six villains or something just outright ridiculous in it. And we kind of we get three main villains almost like Two and a half, I guess. Penguin's kind of not the main. Yeah. But I wonder if, I wonder how much of this was pitched in that meeting. And then they were like, yeah, but you're just not who we want. Yeah. My only other complaint is like, he's supposed to be a superhero and Robert Pattinson's not like ripped. He's not in bad shape by any means. I kind of like that though. Yeah. Because like they showed the shirtless scene and I was like, oh, fuck it. Packet jacked for this and like no he's just kind of a normal looking yeah. dude he's just he's a really good uh, fighter that kind of relies on his armor to just keep him protected and if I'm like in, that's kind of cool if in the next few movies because it, it seems like he's going to at least he is sequel. still new mm-hmm. I mean two years yeah so I mean yeah you're talking about a dude who jacked well and I like I that too because I'm you know obviously this is me overthinking it yeah. but to me that shows that like this guy's not in the gym all the time because mm-hmm. he is a detective first. He's a detective first and foremost. Yes. And I think maybe doing two a days at the gym may get in the way of you being a good detective, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little, maybe it's still a little recency bias, but I just, I loved it. I did too. I think it's something that I've noticed about this movie. Yeah. Is that if a movie is good, certain scenes are just good. But the same scene yeah. would be bad. Yes, they're giving it the, the benefit movie of the was doubt. Bad. And yes. the thing that I think of is there's a scene where, and it's you've probably seen the little like gif of it or something, but it's his what they said Batman's runway walk when he's walking into that club and he's just strutting his shoulders and it looks like a runway walk. Yeah, that move that scene would have been joked on so fucking hard if the movie was bad. They'd have been like, look at this stupid fucking scene. But that same scene is looked at as yes. like, this shouldn't go this hard because the movie's so good. And I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever you have good context telling you mm-hmm. that this isn't a bad scene, it'll make it a lot better. But yeah. when you have no reason to think that it's a good scene, 
You know? Yeah. Um, what'd you rate it? I don't even know if I did rate it, just because I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I think I was going to give it a nine. I gave it a nine. Yeah. Um, I think it's on par. I think it. I think it's better than Batman Begins. It's the second. It's number two for me. I think it's tied for number two. I think if somebody wanted to say Batman Rises was a better movie, I wouldn't hate it. But mm-hmm. I, I would probably. I think it's better than Batman Rises. I do. Personally. I do too, but not by a lot to where I could give it a whole nother rating. Yeah. Like it, if Bat, if I'm, Batman Rises is a nine, I would say Batman. The Batman is probably like a nine point two or three. I'm scared to rewatch that movie. Which one? Batman Rises. Yeah. Poison Ivy. Kinda. Her death scene. I saw it replayed. It is. Oh. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And I don't yeah. know. Because I remember leaving the movie being like, Bane was phenomenal. That dude. dude he was badass. Tom then, Hardy fucking killed yes, it. Yes, but then... I was like, oh, that, was that supposed to be Poison Ivy? I was like, she wasn't great. Was you like, know, I honestly never assembled that. It, yeah, I guess it was like only like subtle. Yeah, I never put that together. Yeah. I was like, she kind of sucks, but is kind of cool and feels a little crucial. I wasn't a, the biggest fan of her. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if I go back, because if I hate her, like if I hate that character more, <clears throat> it'll start to lower the movie regardless on how good everything else is. Yeah. I do like that they threw uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in as Robin, and they never do anything with never it. Never made another movie? No, I, I kind of like that, I though. Because I was like, that's pretty neat that like he has the unofficial title of Robin, and he's doing shit that Robin would do. Yeah. Like, just a non-super, non-super-powered, non-super-strong or rich guy, but just a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Tom Hardy fucking kills that. Uh, that, that scene... That plane scene, I love so fucking much. A good opening scene makes a movie. It's chilling, dude. Because yeah. he's just acting like he's shooting people and throwing them out of a plane. And he was like, well, you don't seem so scared. And he was like, well, why would someone shoot someone before throwing them out of a plane? And he hears the voice and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, God damn it, man. Yeah. It's going to be a whole thing. And then I, my favorite thing about that is that they showed Bane for being a smart person. Mm-hmm. They showed that he's not just a roided-out jock. I like both. I do, You have to be one way or the other. Exactly. Yeah, you have to be over the top. He's just dumb, a goofy, big guy who literally has, like, the instincts of just like, like a bear. A, yeah, like a bear. That's yeah. just all he knows is just to... He sees something in front of it and to destroy it. Yes. Or they actually show the guy who made the... Uh, what. Is it just called the uh, serum, like Bane yeah. serum? What do they call that? I know it has a fucking name. Um, by the way, I wanted to mention something about this about the new Batman. Do you think that's what Robert Pattinson injects in himself? Yeah, I do. Okay, I did. I one hundred percent did. I haven't looked it up. I meant to. I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, because yeah. um, he kind of goes. He kind of gets roid rage after that. Yeah, and because um, my girlfriend asked me. Uh, she was like, what did he just inject himself with? And I kind of hesitated. I was like, I don't, I actually think that might be uh, Bane serum. I was like, I had almost no reason to think that because like there wasn't, it wasn't like labeled Bane serum or anything. We haven't seen anything about Bane, but. Uh, the Batman hints at Batman's addiction to Bane's deadly venom. It's called venom. Okay. Yeah. So. I thought it was, but I was like, that just sounds 
weird. Dude, but sometimes that song gets stuck in my head and it fucking makes me furious. Don't say that word Furious. <laughs> but I'm actually pretty happy about that. That I, I called that one then. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as that's I pretty see, cool. As as it hints at his green. addiction? Yeah, I didn't read the article. Obviously. That's pretty but, crazy. Well, whenever I saw him beat that nerd to death, I was like, that's Roy's Rage if I've ever seen it. <laughs> So I know Roy Rage. <laughs> <laughs> I know that shit. <laughs> but no, I'm 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 happy that you went to go see it. When'd you go see it? Um, on my birthday or the day after? Oh, well, cool. Yeah, yeah. I I've been going to the movies every week for the past like three weeks or so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've been. That's yeah. It's kind of weird because you are the person that hates on the movies. I do. I I love the idea of going to the movies because it really does add a different experience, mm-hmm. and it, it is it is pretty cool. Do you go alone or do you go with? No, uh, me and my girlfriend go yeah, together. Okay. I'll say so I was going to ask how it is like to go alone. Like if you ever have? Because I never I, have. I was going to like last uh, two weeks ago, but then uh, she ended up being free, so I just you know she went with me. But I was going to go by myself because. I want to make it a point to, like, even if I don't, because for whatever reason, before I treated it like the tickets cost, like, $100, so if I'm seeing a movie, it has to be, like, a movie oh. I love. Yeah. On Tuesday, they're 5 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and plus I have uh, the movie, the Cinemark Reward Club. Oh, okay. Where it's, like, 10 bucks a month, and you get a free ticket, like, once a month, you get a discount on, like, everything. If you order online, it, a decent discount, so I was, like... Why not? That's yeah, a good it, reason to kind of make me get out of the house, see more movies and yeah. shit. So <clears throat> that's the only reason I went to go see like Death on the Nile and Uncharted movies that I probably would never watch if 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 it wasn't for that. Because it's not movies I was dying to fucking see. You yeah, know, there is something else in theaters I've been wanting to watch. Maybe it is Uncharted. Yeah, I would go watch it. it it's it's one that like you don't have to see in the movies yeah. unless you're like looking for a reason to go to the movies. <clears throat> it's pretty good, but now like Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is in theater. I would like to see it. Is that a monster thing? It, it's an anime oh. movie. Oh, oh, yeah. Jackass Forever. I actually, I don't necessarily want to see it in theater. <clears throat> I want to see it. I, I do don't too. care to see it in theaters. So. Same. That's exactly how I feel about it. But who knows? This time next week, whenever I do my weekly rounds, it might be the only movie that looks halfway decent. I didn't know Licorice, uh, Licorice Pizza. Was it in theater? It's I, a very uh, specific showing. Oh, okay. Because I was saying, I've really wanted to see it. Yes, because you could. It's 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 saying that like a lot of movies are in theater, but mm. it may not be at the one we go to, or it could just be at like a very specific time one day. But yeah, but no, I, I do like the movies <clears throat> just because the experience. But like when we went to go see Death on the Nile. It was a pretty small theater because it had the uh, nicer chairs. It mm-hmm. was the one out in um, uh, about by Brownsboro. Yeah, but people like it's not even loud people that get on my nerves, but it's the noisy people. Because mm-hmm. like there was there was only like five people in the theater, and two of them, of course, had to be sitting literally a chair away from me and my girlfriend, and they weren't loud. But they just, they was the people that had to make an audible reaction to everything. 
mm-hmm. like, like had to laugh out loud at shit. Had to audibly like like gasp when shit happened. I was like, dude, that wasn't even that crazy. So my entire reaction in the movie was determining if it warrants that reaction or if I'm just being a dick. Yeah. And like, I don't know how, but they made an entire like medium thing of popcorn last the entire fucking movie. Either that or she was just literally crumpling it up every five seconds. But I was like, how are you doing this? I was like, how do you just not stop making noise? Mm -hmm. You know, because I get it. There's there's a social contract that you sign when you go see a theater and it's that there's other people there. You're going to hear stuff. It's not you can't expect everybody to be pitch fucking quiet the entire time. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you've watched movies with me. I like talking during movies. You know, we, we commentate on shit. Uh, but like if you're in a theater, maybe you could still do that. Maybe a little quieter. Yeah. You know, I actually don't in theater. <clears throat> the only time I will is if it's like, yeah. Hey, that's like, that's daredevil. Like stuff like that. Scenarios. Yeah. Or if it's like something that's kind of ridiculous happens and I just kind of need confirmation from somebody. I'm like, I'm not a dick. Right. Like, just what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Cause like that scene I was just telling you about where they're like groping each other. Mm hmm. As they're dancing, like I looked over and I was like, "Hey, what the fuck is this?" I was like, "I'm still not even sure we're watching the right movie yet." It's just <clears throat> very weird and off-putting, but mm-hmm. I mean, you just kind of have to accept. Batman was actually a movie I had to get up and piss for. I just thought about that. Oh, I didn't. But I had to. It got to the point because that movie is so fucking long where I actually had to leave and go piss, and I was upset because I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah, because that's a. You know, cat and mouse movies, you don't really want to miss shit. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> nothing really happened, luckily. But it's been a while since I had to, like, get up during a movie at a theater to go piss. Mm-hmm. And that movie just fucking made me. <laughs> yeah. But, it made me piss. Yeah. Um, Happy, late, early St. Patrick's Day. That's why we're in green. Oh, yeah, you are in Green Age. Yeah, yeah. One. I didn't see that because I remember you texted me about that, and I was like, this motherfucker's wearing a denim jacket. Yeah. Well, I don't <coughs> just like wearing a camo t shirt, so I kind of had to. I get that. Yeah. But it's also the only thing that I own that's green. So it was uh, a weird sacrifice. Have you, outside of like this podcast, did you, was you ever the person that like actually wore green on St. Patrick's Day? I mean, in school? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, <coughs> I never went like. All out and really, yeah, did it. But I mean, you're racist. I was just throwing some green. Yeah, you know, I'm like, that's like most of my heritage is Irish. I think you mentioned it. Yeah, I think it's like forty percent Irish, Hmm. which is kind of neat, I guess. I don't like it that I. That's why you went so. Yeah, so green. I went so heavy, but I don't like it that I have uh, somewhat red armpit hair. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, not a big fan of that. I just, I just don't want any red hair, really. But, yeah. like, my cousin, I'm assuming it's from my dad's side of the family because you've seen my cousin who uh, is a large Asian fellow with black hair. Fellow? I mean, he's a fellow. I, I just usually hear fella. Yeah, my fellow Asian, my fellow Irishman, yeah. <laughs> my fellow cousin. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, he just a big old Asian guy with Tan guy, black hair, and a red beard. 
So I'm assuming it all points to that way. I'm assuming that's why I have rosacea. Maybe. I I don't know. But sure, sounds... There's one dude at my work who, when he drinks, his chest gets red. Chest? His chest. Yeah. How do you know? (laughs) Did he tell you? Well, yeah, we was drinking. (laughs) And he showed me his tits. And he... He asked me, because he, he was saying that he thought that was an Asian thing. Because <clears throat> I think Asians can't, like, don't process liquor as well. Which I guess I'm glad that I have my Irish side, because I guess they kind of cancel each other out. <laughs> but, but yeah, he said it was had something to do with that. Mm-hmm. And I probably, I, I didn't think that was right. Because to me, that almost just looked like liver failure. <laughs> but... I was like, well, I'm probably not the best, you know, opposition to that. Either that or he must think I'm, like, drunk 24-7 because my face is always just red and glowing bright red. So he's like, oh, wow, that dude's fucked up right now. (laughs) I just always thought that was weird. And he was just like, oh, my chest gets, like, fucking blood red when I drink it. It's just an Asian thing. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't fucking know about that. How's your week been, though? Uh, not too bad. Um, been kind of busy. Yep. I got to episode <clears throat> 140 on One Piece today. Yeah? Yeah. It always surprises me how good that show is. Out of a thousand? Oh, God. It just, it's just over a thousand. Yeah. But it's supposed to end in, like, 2024, so the, oh pace, <laughs> the pace that I'm going at, I yeah. should finish it around, like, 2028, I guess. Like, I, I don't watch it yeah. much at all. When that show start? Oh, it's it's like late '90s. Yeah, it's been around a long time. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. Um, the thing that surprises me is how planned out it is. That's yeah. what really gets me. Yeah. And I'm getting to the point of other than just the episode, the episode amount that went, made me not want to watch it. When I was younger, like middle school, early high school, I saw three episodes aired on like Toonami or something and I watched it and they introduced this character like full backstory everything the next episode um, more backstory uh, almost looks like they're joining the crew third they died and I was like yeah oh did I miss something so I looked it up and those are the only three episodes they were in and I was like that's this is horrible and apparently it does it a lot and I was like oh that's fucking stupid now I've came to realize that it's like just the whole the whole story is just world building. It's just showing you how big and vast the world is and they don't all just die in three episodes, but there is a yeah. lot of like they'll build up these characters who will have their own adventures that you don't see. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. But I fucking hated it so much then. Because yeah. I was like, that's so stupid that it wasted my time like that. But now I, I've grown to like it versus yeah. I used to hate it. And it's pretty good. I think I usually watch like a couple episodes a month. I really am not trying <laughs> to keep up with that at all. Like, I don't man. care to try and catch up. Well, hopefully it'll be one of those shows that its longevity won't affect how good it is. Because mm-hmm. I know like I know a lot of uh, movies and shows that I do actually like, but how long it goes on, unfortunately, makes me... like Because it's not that it deteriorates as it goes on, but it's just like there's a lot of stuff that you didn't need to include that made it, specifically, I think, a Naruto, yeah. where how many episodes that are not needed are in there kind of yeah. makes me look 
lesser, uh, will think lesser yeah. of that show because of it. Well, that's why I like One Piece, is, like, the filler is that. The filler is, <clears> like, <throat> oh, they had to stop to get food, so they have to explore this island, and it'll just fully show you this entire island, yeah. everything, the whole world that's on this island, versus Naruto's filler was, oh, we gotta go catch fish today. Yeah, and God literally opens up a fucking gate. I, I think a couple gates to catch a fucking, I mean, granted... It's bigger than a catfish. It's yeah. a pretty big fucking fish that he's catching. Yeah. But I was like, bro, what's the what? What am I supposed to see off of this? Because to me yeah. now, it just seems like the gates really aren't that good. Yeah. And then he uses the gates later to fight modern. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> these gates are amazing. But yeah. earlier, he used it to catch a fish. Yeah. So like that's that's like the difference that I'm noticing too. Is like this one is definitely like they make everything feel important, even when yeah. it needs like it's not technically important yeah but it's at least entertaining yeah but like the it made me think of this because you said it you had to go back and look up shit tokyo ghoul fucked me up so bad with that oh they're so i don't understand what happened dude i I don't know why they did what they did i don't know either because like i was thinking whenever i started the next season like, I was completely fucking lost. I thought it was a different show. I did, too. I was like, did I miss even, something? Was even, there not a season after this? And maybe Hulu just went to the next related show? Because mm-hmm. it even goes Tokyo Ghoul to <clears throat> re-Tokyo yes. Ghoul. And I was like, oh, I missed the ending of Tokyo Ghoul. And I was like, no, it just... We're just here now. Like, yeah. it just skips. And it, it does clear it up. Yeah, it, yeah. It, but... Later than I would have preferred, because I genuinely, I exited out of Hulu, refreshed it, and logged back in to see that, no, I'm still on the right path. Yeah. But I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would you do this? This show's not even that long either, which is what really is bothersome of it, is it's like, you go two seasons, I think they're like, say, 12 to 24 episodes apiece, and then you then jump what feels like six seasons ahead. And then it explains it within, like, six episodes. For, so for six episodes, you just think that you fucked up. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I didn't. This is what happened. But they it's like, fucked up. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you just, like, you know, just catch me up a little? Yeah. Tell me that, hey, like, we're going to be taking a time jump. The first season of that show is pretty badass, though. I think the whole show is It is. Good. Yeah, but. it is really good. It To me, the last season adds a little too much that it doesn't <clears> need to. Because, like, I, I mean, I think the first season is, like, damn near perfect. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, like, kind of creepy and dark yeah. and gory and not really too much, like, a, I guess, of an established hierarchy or, like, too many other components. But it's just these things in front of you instead of it just being like, well, if you think they're badass, you haven't met blank. And you're like, God damn it, there's more fucking people I got to meet. And yeah. I have to understand their social class and standards and these fucking monsters mm-hmm. just world. And I'm like, but it, it's still really good. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, even yeah. with that, even with me bitching, I just, I just like bitching. No, no, I knew yeah. that was coming. I think anime wise, you'd really like Jujutsu Kaisen. It's pretty cool. Okay. It's not like as creepy or weird in that. Yeah. Scenario, but it does have some like creepy things going on that's pretty cool. And it's yeah. um, something that I've noticed is like anime now, like it's like mainstream because I kind of only keep up with mainstream. Yeah, I'm that it's easier too. A lot easier. Yeah, it's funny. They all want to be funny, 
which I appreciate because I love comedy. Yeah. So it's like almost like Marvel esque, where it's like that's what I want to relate it to too. Like yeah. I don't know if Marvel is necessarily to blame for no. all this, but it really does seem like a lot of movies are like in take kind of use comedy as an easy fallback. Yeah, to they like, need to be funny. Yeah, to fill the like, like there has to be comedic relief. Yeah, and another reason um, I like Batman because. It was kind of refreshing not seeing a lot of comedic relief. There was some, mm-hmm. like that uh, thing I said last time, where he's like, "You got a lot of cats." And just like, yeah. I get what you're saying, yes, but I think it's—I don't know the right adjective to use here. But for you to just be like, "Yeah, I just appreciate not laughing." I do. I'm so sick of laughing, having a good time. I'm—I'm I'm just sick of it. Like, well, it makes me think of Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah, when I do, I do like that movie a lot. I, mm-hmm. I like the Guardians of the Galaxy as a uh, group. I like the villain in that movie a lot, but the, it's just too fucking goofy for yeah. me. And I, to I me, agree. that's it's honestly it's only flaw with me, and it's a pretty big one for me. Yeah, because it's just over the top goofy. So and it's made me to the point where I do appreciate movies that don't care about that. And especially in Batman, because that's supposed to be a dark yeah. movie. Like, you're supposed to, like, feel defeated. And yeah. it, that kind of takes punches away whenever you have people laughing. Yeah. And, I, yeah. My biggest complaint is, <clears throat> like, in the Marvel, yes. is that in a fight scene, they never, like, they'll still make jokes and jazz. Yes, yes. That's what I like about, like, we'll just say, like, Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen. It knows when to get serious. That helps yeah, a lot. Knowing when to is the important part that yeah. I think Marvel is starting to get right. But for a good – like, dude, I, I – Guardians of the Galaxy 1 I think deserves all the praise it gets. But it's like revered as like a top tier. It's great. Ronan sucks. Kind of sucks. Yeah. He just really doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean he's – he does do stuff, I guess, depending on who you are, if you ask, like, the Cree or something. But mm-hmm. he's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely hate the fucking dance. Oh, really? I fucking like hate it. Like the opening? <clears throat> no. The ending. The ending is two, isn't it? No. Whenever they dance in front of uh, Ronan, because he doesn't dance oh, okay. yeah, over yeah. ego. Oh, yeah. 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 He they have like, I was thinking the opening of two, yeah, like baby group dancing and all that, yeah. but no, 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 yeah, no. But like whenever they're trying to get the Infinity Stone away from Ronan, and he uses dancing as a distraction, and then Ronan stops everything to look at this guy dancing and being like, "What are you doing? Like, really? You're gonna stop? You're gonna stop destroying the fucking world because you see a guy dancing?" Yeah. And I, I just. To me, that was too goofy. Like, I get it. Chris uh, Star Lord's supposed to be kind of a goofy guy, yeah. but I was like, "That is stupid." Mm-hmm. I thought that some, was just fucking. Just have stupid. some fun with it. I, that's not when I want the comedic relief, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I like the comedic relief, building up stuff, or just taking little breaks here and there. But the final scene when you're fighting for the fucking world, yeah, yeah I don't always... want comedic relief right there. Yeah. That's when I want it to be all fucking business. I want to see Star-Lord go fucking beast mode. Yeah. And not just fucking just dance. Like, that's why his scene, weirdly enough, the movie I was just bitching about being overly goofy, um, the realization scene with Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Whenever, like, he has the galaxy in his eyes and then he realized what Ego actually did and, like, the galaxy kind of 
shifts away from his eyes and it just goes back and he goes, you did what? And I'm like, like that gives me chills just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Because it's such a good scene. He didn't just start fucking dancing after that. (laughs) But he's just all business because he's just hurt and upset. Yeah, It's knowing when to get serious. Yes. And it just... I don't know. I, I still do really like Guardians of the Galaxy, but I hate that scene so much. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think it might have been the director of uh, Krampus, actually, was talking yeah. about it. And the reason that he wanted to make a comedy horror was because you get more out of the horror if you're laughing and having a good time with all the characters. Now, that movie's just ridiculous because yeah. it's, it's about bad Santa. <clears throat> I mean, there's only so much you can make that scary. But it yeah. does... I, I understood what he was saying. Like, if I'm laughing with these characters, I'm really getting to know these characters, and then shit happens, yes. and it really does get serious, it makes it more impactful. Yeah. there's. I think there's two uh, schools of thought on that, because I could see that, because you're kind of... You're kind of making people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Whenever you introduce comedy, and especially in a horror movie, then when you throw them out of their comfortability, it kind of, you know, they're on edge. Like, they're like, yeah. oh, shit, we was just laughing two seconds ago. That's why I don't like, like, war movies, is it feels like it's always high tension. So, like, the middle tension, when it's, like, still really high, doesn't feel high. Yeah. I'm just like, it's all been high tension. Like, this yeah. is just in the middle. Like, it's just, yeah, we're still here. Yeah. I have yet to see a horror comedy work out, though. Same, and I thought Krampus was good for what it was, but I didn't think it was scary. Yeah, yeah, which is a pretty big problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think, to me, it's not necessarily my favorite, but I think the, I mean, it's up there, but I think the best horror movie is Hereditary. Because it's not not one of those movies that use jump scares to make you scared, but it's just... And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the jump scare every once in a while. But, you know, like, eventually the Conjuring kind of just kind of relied on jump scares. Oh, Conjuring slaps. The first Yes, one. yes. The first But then only. after that, whenever they yeah. get to, like, Annabelle, Nun, and I, shit, I it's, they rely on jump scares. Yeah. And it's I really just like Conjuring. Cheesy. I like Insidious. Yes. Um, Sinister, I love. Sinister was really good. Uh, two wasn't really needed. I don't think any of those needed sequels. No. No, um, honestly, no. Uh, Insidious 2 or 3 has one of my favorite scenes ever because of the wrong reasons, and that's because they go into the the other realm, yes. and they have a cup phone on a string, and they're walking. And for some reason, I watched it in theater, and our, our friend Jacob yeah. just goes, he turns to me and goes, can you believe that thing hasn't got caught on a single thing yet? And I fucking lost it. I was like, all right, this is done. This I appreciate done his thought process. <laughs> Because that's, like, stuff I'm not thinking about right now. I didn't think of it, because I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool scene. Yeah. And then he said that, and I was like, it's over. The whole movie's done. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, I think people really mis- misappropriate what makes a good horror movie. Because, like, I, like my, my parents have seen, like, almost every movie that I've ever seen times two. Like, mm-hmm. they just watch it all the time. And... They said they didn't. They really didn't like Hereditary. Like it wasn't scary, but they was like, they was like, yeah, I just felt like uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's an what entire movie that makes you uncomfortable is pretty good. That's, like, that's what a- it does. Yeah, it's not like it doesn't present you a monster that like you can go a- as Halloween for. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not a traditional horror movie in that sense, but like it creeps you out. Like it makes you feel weird. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I know when you think of horror, you're supposed to be like, oh, if I'm Scream. not screaming, then it's not doing its job. But, like, it makes you feel uneasy. Yeah. Like, you're just kind of weirded out. And yeah. it does fucking perfect, like, with that. I, yeah. I just... I don't... I think it's well-written. I don't naturally like horror movies. Because I'm... It's the one genre that I think, like... It doesn't get a pass for being bad. A comedy that's bad is funny. And, like, if it's not funny is the only time that I'm like, oh, it was bad. Yeah. Versus if it's just stupid and it wasn't supposed to be, I'm like, oh, it's still funny. Versus yeah. a horror movie that's not scary, I'm like, oh, it was a shitty movie. And yeah. I don't like so many horror movies that... Yeah. But I love good horror. I'm... I'm actually glad you brought that up because I've been thinking about that lately. Because mm-hmm. the books that I read are all horror. I mean, you know, some are probably like more thriller than horror, but I really don't know what separates those. And then I don't even know what why some would be considered nonfiction versus like thriller. I don't know what sep- yeah whatever. But I have always really really liked horror movies, mm-hmm. but horror movies have been the biggest disappointment to me as a movie fan. Yeah. It's just so easy to be let down by horror movies. So That's why I like like psychological thrillers are yes. probably my favorite yeah. genre. Yes. Because yes. those usually don't miss. Yes. At least from my perspective. Yeah. yeah, because for whatever reason, it just seems like horror movies don't really transfer over as well. Like, you know, you have your, your gems here and there that work well. I think the psychological horrors are the ones that best translate if, you know, if written well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why, I, like, because even with all that, horror movies, like, I, most of the time when I want to watch a movie, and if, like, maybe I'm by myself or I'm not with a group of friends, it's, I want to watch horror movie. Like, I want to watch them that genuinely scares me or creeps me out. But, you know, obviously if I'm with friends, I want to watch that like, comedy. Like, it was or super action. bad. You yeah. watch comedy or action. Yeah. But I think that's why I like horror books so much is because that they – it kind of connects the gap or, like, just the missing void that I was feeling watching horror movies because they do such a good job in that. Like, you know, they have more time. You get to, like, know more things about whoever's head you're inside of for that time, and they don't have to worry about, like – the visual mm-hmm. shit. They kind of just let you determine what you, th- how scary you think it actually is in your imagination. Yeah. And I think that's why it works so well for me. Cause I mean, I have always loved horror, even though I'd probably say like 60% of the horror movies I've watched fucking suck. Yeah. Or at least to me, they suck. Yeah. Cause and like, not liking slashers makes it another big genre of horror movies that I don't like. Yeah. So it makes it even harder for me to find a good horror movie that I like. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I like... Book-wise, I've been actually thinking about, like, maybe starting... Like, you talking about it as much as you do makes me want to read more. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking about reading The Shining. It's, like, one of my favorite movies ever, if not my number one. Yeah. It seems like a good book to read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Stephen King really knows his shit. Mm. I mean... What uh, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, Misery. Misery yeah. is arguably my favorite book I've ever read, and it's the only Stephen King book I've ever read. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad. I thought thing. you read Carrie. No, Did you not. No, I only mentioned Carrie because it was his fir- first book that oh, he ever okay. wrote. I thought no. you were saying you were going to read it. No, I actually haven't seen a copy of Carrie. 
I did just buy the original copy of uh, Pet Cemetery, and I'm pretty excited for it because this one person I watch on TikTok said that, like, like um, reading-wise or, like, book-wise, Pet Cemetery is his best book, hmm. which is weird because, like, it's, it's an okay movie. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense that, like, the book can obviously be better than the movie. Yeah. I heard, <clears throat> um, I heard Carrie's structure is really weird. Yeah, the sh- like the way that the story is told, like you know something happened at prom, but you mm-hmm. don't know what. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I heard it's pretty cool the way that it's structured, and it makes me want to watch it because I thought like <clears throat> I really liked Carrie when I first yeah. watched it, and then I've grown to be like I think it's okay, and then but I think it's a cool premise, so I bet I would really like the book. Yeah, but how's your week been? Uh, pretty good. We've uh. Pretty much summed it. Yeah. I've just been, you know, work, school. I've been to a couple different bookstores, picked up some shit. Uh, there's this one book that I picked up that I've heard about for a little bit now, and it's called Don't Move. And it's supposed to be just like this camp-ass book, <clears throat> just over-the-top shit. Like this church group goes on a retreat, and then they encounter a giant fucking spider that just destroys shit. And it just, it sounds so goofy. It's supposed, Yeah, it's supposed to be like one of those B-side horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I was, I've known the names of the people who wrote it for a while, and I saw one of them's name uh, was James Murray. I don't know it. You do. It's Murr from Impractical Jokers. What? He co-wrote that book. Yeah, and, and yeah, because... Um, Whenever I would have never known that either because I, I've have it, I had it on Audible. I haven't got to it yet, but then I actually picked up the physical copy, open it, and it shows his fucking face. And I was like, maybe that's a different James Murray? <laughs> <clears throat> but it even says in his little bio from Impractical Jokers. And I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, that's wild. <clears throat> and the guy, and a guy that I've read two of his books now, uh, Chuck Palunik or something weird like that. He wrote Fight Club. Oh, that's cool. And the two books I've read from him that aren't Fight Club definitely don't seem like Fight Club. Yeah. So I, like, I know every, you know, not every book he writes has yeah. to be identical. Oh, I should read that book. Yeah, I thought you'd like, because I never... I read the comic of Fight Club 2, yeah. and I was like, <clears throat> yeah, this did not need a sequel. Like, it just feels no. so convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. Which I Fight Club a, already is kind of convoluted, so... Yeah, and it has sure. a good ending. Like, it doesn't really need to happen, but like... Yeah. I never think of the movies that I like being books. Mm-hmm. Like um, this one TikToker that I watch, he said one of his favorite books that he's ever read is Jurassic Park. I didn't even know. I actually didn't know that was a book. No. Like I, I would never guess most of these movies that were books. Like it just, yeah. I just can't picture reading Jurassic Park. But I don't know. Me neither. I'm, yeah. But I'm excited to. In the future, but yeah, we we've pretty much accidentally covered how my week's been. Um, I guess that's good. Yeah, went to the movies, saw two Fast and Furious movies yesterday. Um, we're through the bad ones. Yeah. We're now uh, on. I, I guess depending on what your standard is. No, we're on to the good ones. We're on to Fast Five. We're going into yeah. the we're, rock. We're into the Fast and Furious equivalent of the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Good These way. next four movies is the equivalent, the Fast and Furious equivalent of the Godfather trilogy. Sure, yeah. I'm excited for it. 
I am too. I'm, I'm actually surprisingly now yeah because now it's ridiculous and now i'm like looking forward to it and everything yeah i'm yeah so i'm not you know we're not torturing ourselves being like oh man I, I hope this one is better than the last one like i want these to be stupid goofy fucking movies yeah i want to see them slide under semis every yeah. single fucking movie with yeah. a short car i want to see these people survive accidents that they shouldn't you yeah. know but i don't know i think if you it's weird rating a movie when you're excited like that, though. Because, like, you know it's a bad movie. But I cannot wait to see The Rock. Yeah. I really cannot wait to what his character brings yeah. to that my, series. My <clears throat> my rating system is how much do I want to rewatch it. That's pretty much all it is. I don't rewatch movies, though. I don't either, but it... Well, I was going to say I don't, but I... Yeah, I've, I'd be watching the shit out of some movies. See, my... Like, The Nice Guys... Yeah. I've already watched it like four times. I've, see, I've only watched that twice. Yeah. But I don't know, man. There, there's just – and I'm, I'm probably thinking about it in the wrong way. I'm, I'm acting like I only have like five years left and who knows? I might. You never know. But I'm – like I don't – I don't – even movies that I love, I don't really go back and rewatch because I'm like, oh, there's still so many, so many movies I haven't seen. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I probably have time. To watch other movies too, you yeah. know, but it just depends. Yeah. I have to be in the mood to rewatch a movie. Yeah. Now, like um, that one dude we've talked about here on frequently, uh, Cosmonaut yes. Variety Hour. Yeah, he has talked. Like, I think he said he saw Infinity War like three or four times in movies, like in, like, theaters. in theaters. I wanted to go back and rewatch Spider Man <clears throat> theaters. That is the one that comes to mind for me. That is yeah. one that I mean, it's still playing. The problem is, is I don't want to go alone to watch Spider Man. Like, it's not my movie I watch alone. I think I would. I don't know. I don't like watching big, action-packed, funny movies alone. Like, it's just yeah. not the, the criteria that I I go for, at least. Memento is a movie I might watch again. Not because it's like a knockout 10 out of 10. I mean, I mean, it's a really good movie. But there's a lot of things that happen that... Once you've watched it, you're kind of like, oh, well, I get that now. So maybe things will kind of hit different if I watch it again, knowing what I know. Yeah. That's a great mystery movie. Like that premise that you just said. Yeah. I hate when a mystery movie is just they didn't show you yeah. and then they tell you later. They just didn't and, tell you stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, the big reveal. You're like, I would have never gotten that. Yeah. Because I couldn't have gotten that versus a good mystery movie is like, damn. Yeah. The whole time I should have known to go full circle back into the mystery movies. Yeah. Hey, we'll just restart the episode. But um, I was actually wanting this to be a shorter episode because I am starving. Okay. So we got one more thing. Yeah. You kind of got me worked up with the whole Batman thing. Yeah. What's your song of the week? The Way You Move by Outkast. I should have figured that. I've listened to a lot of Outcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just told me that uh, yesterday, so that should have been somewhat foreshadowed. But yeah. I didn't think I don't, the way you move would have been the one. So, as of right now, the <clears throat> job that I'm in, I drive around a lot, yes. and I don't really listen to music or anything while I drive. Oh, yeah, I don't. Just the the time period that I'm in, it's weird to explain. But I don't do like I don't have headphones in. I don't have like yeah. a radio in the. Oh. Or anything, or anything. So I okay, just yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so I just drive around and I sing to yeah. myself when I'm fucking bored. So that, that get boring. It does. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot. Like I'm thinking a lot, and like, are you allowed to bring a radio? Yes. 
It's weird. I'll explain. Okay. All fair because yeah. it's boring. But so like I kind of have to sing songs to myself and like not. Sometimes I just like I'll hum songs, but yeah. like that song has been hitting, and I'm like, yeah, that's it. Like, okay, the way you move has been my my jam. With the context, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I would say because I know you just said you listened to that album again, and I'm like, how does how's Roses no. not the because to me Roses is arguably the best song that's ever been made. Yeah, no, it's I love phenomenal. It. But yeah. this song's just been no, that's fair. Been I mean, hit. it's a that's probably the catchiest song on there. Yeah. Yeah. Driving down the road, just being like. You crazy bitch. Ow. You yeah. stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, Roses starts to not be the song that I want to sing on yeah. the road. I get it. Yeah. I get it, though. Uh, what's your song of the week? Uh, Burn uh, Confessions Part 2. Oh, yeah. Good. It's so good. We have two songs off that album. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I did a throwback with Jadakiss. Oh, yeah. Off that yeah. Album. Yeah. It's so good, though, man. It is. My God, that motherfucker can tell a story. I I need to listen to more of him because I know he's good. He's got like three solid fucking albums. Charlemagne says he has the best discography, yeah. not in his given genre, mm-hmm. but the best discography. I don't agree. Yeah, I uh, mean, I I don't know his discography though. There's a couple albums I don't like of his. Yeah, so. and, yeah, and that's pretty much all I need to know that I don't agree with that. You mm-hmm. know, because, I mean, there's like, whenever you say something like that and there's more than a couple songs I don't like on an album, I'm like, this can't be true then. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, I don't think anybody has a perfect discography. I don't know. Michael Jackson? Maybe. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, I knew this one. Hard to Love? Oh, God. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I, don't, not I don't like that, that shit. One. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's all. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm fucking starving, and so, I want this to be it. <laughs> that's been Jamie McCarron Rex. Peace.